We are live at Hooters. It's Good Friday plus Hooters equals very good Friday. Double the fun Friday, some would say. A titascular Friday, I think, is a way that, like, I think that's what the Romans called it. Was it? I think so. Years ago, that's what they yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I didn't know that. I'm pretty. I mean, yeah, it's first night of Passover for our, for our, our friends of the tribe. Yeah, we appreciate you guys for what you well. Actually, not right now. Today, we don't. This week, we don't appreciate you very much. But uh, later, we'll get back to that. Uh, <laughs> We've got a wonderful, look at this, Levesque, the stand-up, huh? I put it up. I know it's there. I know. I did it because I'm not trusted with those types of things. No, you're, you trusted. It's just hysterical. And it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be up yet. Uh, yeah, we're getting ready. The home opener just a uh, week and a day away. Tomorrow, the Albany Empire, we will be at the Firewolves game. So halftime, we're going to go out. Our good friends at the Albany Firewolves said we're going to pack the house, and we'd like you to come help us do it. And we want to honor you guys for winning the 2021 NAL National Championship. We appreciate that. So um, what? Is that oh, you want to hit the – oh, there you go. There, you go. there it is. Um, I, I don't know. Jared was waving. Everybody's, everybody's waving. Everybody's – like, it's the one thing I never really – I never really um, – I never really quite understood – paying attention to us at Hooters. You know what I mean? It's just there's a lot there's a lot going on that I would look at before I look. I might listen to us and talk to Lana. You know, I'm just, yeah. you know, that's. Look, for a lot of people, this is their weekend. Start spring break is on the way. The holiday Ooh. weekend is on the way. You can start it early with us. How do you with fix spring afterwards? That's the question. Luckily, it's not my responsibility. Uh, I don't have to figure that out. Somebody's got to do it. I just realized how perfectly this uh, camera angle here at Hooters for Good Friday has picked up the fact that we're already doing shots. It's like it's like right on all of it. It's already and look, there's a that's a that's show prep. That's a social lubricant is what they call it. Yeah, very 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 good Friday. Uh, NBA playoffs get get to that next level this weekend. Firewolves this weekend. Um, you know, a lot a lot of cool things this weekend. A lot a lot of fun to be had. Yankees uh, this weekend. You know, things. Yeah, I, don't I, we play? Who do we play? The losers. By the losers, do you mean? The Baltimore Orioles? Yeah. No, same team. Uh, I thought you changed your names. No. I thought Cleveland went to the Guardians. And and then Baltimore. So, like, like Cleveland was like, listen, the name Indian is is insensitive. So, we're going to be the Guardians. And then Baltimore uh, found out that they were insulting Orioles. The actual birds were offended. The birds said we would fly upside down over Camden Yard because it's not worth shitting on. And uh, and you had to change your name to losers. Camden Yards is a beautiful ballpark, although the Orioles are not a beautiful product. This is usually the time for the first two weeks of the season where I'd brag about the moments the Orioles had spent in first place, those moments have yet to happen or may never happen as they sit at a wonderful one in five on the season. Ooh. Yeah, the Yankees are weird. They're they're uh, schizophrenic, to say the least, I think. So I, not like, you know. Yeah, but you know what? Let's sit on the Yankees for a second because I, I got a nice. I don't know if they're going to like that. I got a nice graphic I made here involving a certain player the Yankees just faced. And I'm curious to your take and Yankee fans as well about, did the Yankees this week face the new big poppy? Is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. the next big poppy? And I'm talking about a player that Yankee fans might respect but don't root for with some flair at the plate, changing the way in which we view a franchise. MVP caliber hitter who's changing positions. Vlad Guerrero Jr. hit three home runs earlier this week. And I'm curious for you as a Yankee fan, how are you viewing young Vlad for Toronto? Uh, he's He's not Ortiz. I, the, the reason I say he's not Ortiz, and it, it hurts me to say this, Ortiz would 100% hit three home runs against the Yankees. 
but he wouldn't get the sombrero the next night. You know, like like Vlad's still young. He he's very good. He's very destructive. If you think there there wasn't a lot of butthole puckering going on through Yankee Land, the Yankee universe, when he got up later in the game, <laughs> you know, you're out of your mind. <laughs> oh, there it is. It's um, the first time you've used yeah. that phrase on the Levac guy show ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it helps. The one shot and the full <laughs> the full beer before we go on does help me, you know, bring out the old sayings that I don't usually use on a microphone. Um, but it, he's Ortiz would have at least had a hit or two. He would have at least scared you. He would have put one to the to the warning track that John Sterling would have told everybody was a home run, and that would have been you know, oh, he was at least a step out of the warning track. So that's baseball, Susan. No, John, you're just being a dick. Stop telling people they're home runs when they're not. You've done it to me my whole life. Our buddy Bill Fish starts texting me immediately. He goes, I'm sorry it's late. I don't even know if you're watching. He did it again. And I was like, I'm 100% watching. Don't be sorry. F you, John. I was wrong. Four million views. That is four million views now across social media of John Sterling's botched call. And by the way, look, for young broadcaster, right, if – the outfielder's just standing there, or he's, like, turning his head. Like, I could – okay, John Sterling got fooled by the outfielder. Every broadcaster is taught, watch the outfielder. If he's running really fast, the ball's – he's not even what, – what is Sterling even looking at in that home run? And it, it, Look, you're going to get – you're going to make the mistake. I'm not, I'm not naive enough to think that everyone's going to be perfect on that kind of call. Um, I'm not even mean enough to make fun of somebody for it. But he historically does that. Like, that used to be the joke when we did LeVac and guys on the radio. That is high. That is far. It's a pop-up second. Like, it was like, you know, it. that's what he did. And the pure bliss in Sterling's voice when Vladdy was hitting home runs. Like, bliss. Like, And I get it. It's, it is pretty spectacular. It's cool to see. The guy is, is – hopefully he continues to play really, really well because it's fun to watch. It's not better than anybody on the Yankees. But – you're my hometown announcer, and you sound like you're just freaking you, any happier. And I would have thought it was Susan talking about Clemens and Steinbrenner's box. It was a weird twist to hear the situation of Sterling openly sure? rooting. Oh yeah, that's right, too. That is strange as well. Openly rooting for another player that wasn't wearing pinstripes and said it was Vlad Jr. Is he Big Poppy 2.0? No. Like, he's got his own swag, too. He's got his own thing going. I think that's better for baseball that it's just not a copycat of Big Poppy. But when it comes to being aggressive at the plate and feeling like the Blue Jays can be a competitor, like like pre-Poppy, the Red Sox never got it done. Poppy, as much as Yankee fan didn't like him, he was a clutch hitter. Vlad Guerrero Jr. has my hit. wallet. Stole your wallet at ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vlad Jr. has not been put in those spots yet in his career to have those big-time hits. But if you want to talk about a popular, exciting, can't-miss player, Vlad Jr. is now putting it to the point of, I I know Otani's starting off rough and Trout's on the West Coast, so there's a little West Coast bias, but he is now turning into one of the, I can't wait to watch this guy play, which is a huge compliment. Maybe Poppy was in that same spot, but Poppy also didn't play the field. Vlad Jr. is young enough, he was out there sitting at first base because he was a little too many beers and chicken wings for Vlad to play third base, I think. I think this is the difference between rooting for a winning team and rooting for a losing team. And I'm not try- I'm not trying to be a dick right now. I know it's happening, but like you you forgot a part of that. Like you want to watch him play someone else. You don't <laughs> want to watch him play your team. Yeah. Like because again, he's he is instance. Like if we were at Yankee Stadium, Yankees Blue Jays, Yankees have like seven runs in the fifth, and he gets up. I'm like, yeah, I want you to pop one. Why don't you hit one? But any other scenario, I I want to see him come to play. Matter of fact, hit him. I don't care. Get crazy. I already, do it. We're already thrown Hit at him. him. 
You never have. Well, you did this because you competed to Big Poppy. The Yankees never had the balls to throw inside on Big Poppy. So let's go. Like, like Big Vladdy, little chin music. Get him off the plate. I think about those Blue Jay teams from like seven, eight years ago where they had Jose Bautista, they had Josh Donaldson, uh, David Price was on that roster. Those Blue Jay teams felt like they wanted Troy Tulowitzki wanted to fight everybody. Yeah. Like they really did. They never got to the World Series. Those moments when Bautista hit the home run, at the, I think it was still them, the Sky Dome, the Rogers Center might have been. Those Blue Jays teams had some swag to them. Yeah. This Blue Jay team just feels like, we, my dad's wearing in the pros, like Bichette and Bichel. <laughs> well, this is fun. I'm playing against the Yankees. This is cool. Yeah, they don't know if they should charge them out or be thankful that this is happening in their careers. But look, that's the biggest test. We talked about this at the end of March, early April. We're into mid-April now. Toronto was going to be the biggest test for the Yankees. The Rays are still out there. They just proved in that opening series that, yeah, they are going to have some flashes where it's like, whoa. They got hitters. They got some guys who can get the job done on the mound, which is good enough, and they'll be a test for the rest of the season. Yeah, I, uh, I think they're gonna. I think you're gonna see them. There's gonna be a point where they, they rip past everybody, like maybe, maybe July. They got like a three, four game lead in the American League East, and then I think you see the teams who have been there before: the Rays, the Yankees, the Red Sox, track them down, and just kind of walk past them. You know, but yeah. but they're they're you have to respect the way the Blue Jays are being built. You, ha- I mean, you personally, fan of a team that is not being built right, you have to respect the way they're being built. They went from they were very good and then they fell apart to all right. You held on to Joey Bats and everybody a little too long. So all of a sudden, here they are with this like Generation Next crew that they've got of all these like second generation baseball players who are. We're phenomenal, and they're, and they're fun to watch. Even if you, even if you're not winning a ton of games, it's still worth going to see because you want to see what these guys are going to do. But I hope they don't do it against the Yankees. Screw them. Screw them very much. All the Yankees, all day. Let's go, baby. Do you, do you start to believe in the Yankees a little bit based on the way they play? Like like when Severino goes out and, and shuts down Big uh, Big Blotty three times. Of all the things that I've seen for the Yankees, I'm glad you brought up Severino because Severino's the one yelling out at people, talking trash. The, the gifts of him just screaming. I liked it. You know, Severino, Lebec, you and I have had so many conversations about if Sevy's good, the Yankees can take the next step. If Sevy's an ace, the Yankees can get to the World Series. And those conversations have changed now because of injuries and everything else that's happened in his career. But, yeah, I would love to see Sevy turn into the player that so many Yankee fans hoped he would be. And if there is one fun part about the Yankees that you hope can last throughout the season, it is the play. Luis Severino. That'd be really cool if that continues to happen for Yankee fans. Yeah, I, and plus, I just like Sevy. I just like I just like Sevy. He's just it's you know whether, whether you're supposed to or not. I just do. So three teams tied for first in the American League East: Yankees, Jays, Rays, four and three; Red Sox, three and three; and then Baltimore's one, one and one and five, one, one and. One and, one and five. A lot of real minutes left. Is that Sir Burt likes to say as well? For you to minutes? suffer through? And then, well, here's the thing, though. You know how this goes, though, right? Yankees are at Baltimore this weekend. This is either going to be a rainout central or the, the Orioles are going to play their best baseball all year in this series against the Yankees this weekend, which, again, you can watch. You can watch game one right here tonight at Hooters. Uh, Orioles wear orange. So do the girls' orange shorts. Synergy, my friend. Yes. A lot of my empire uh, schedule behind us right here. It's got orange on it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. 
Um, did you have you seen anything so far this this year, guys? In the why is everyone calling me? I should put Sean Johnson right on the air. That's what I should do. <laughs> Your coach, um, right? Yeah, I don't know. If, I, don't, I it might scare him if I yeah, do. Yeah, I don't know. Um, do you want to answer he's, it? While he's I still <laughs> he's still new enough. No, because it's going to instantly okay. feed through the board. He's still new enough. I don't want to screw with him. Yet. Have you seen anything right now in in baseball that's like? changed your mind you believe in somebody you didn't think you were going to you you don't believe in somebody you thought you were going to be all about like is there what are, what are you seeing uh I, this isn't the sexiest storyline but the kansas city royals are might be good again kansas city took a huge drop off for a long time and then they got to two and four but like merrifield and everybody else on that roster benintendi people can remember them they were fun and now they've unfortunately slipped back uh the mets don't have Degrom. that would be more fun to see that i saw the mets philly stuff going viral of Mets and Phillies fans throwing cell phones and testing their accents out on each other. But besides that, uh, Otani stinking. That's about it. The Freak Show is our podcast audience may not be remembered about. The Freak Show, as you call them, the circus act. Dude. He's talking to his baseball bat to get hits again. When you, you put some respect on the Mets name, okay? You keep the Mets name out your mouth. <laughs> Six and two. Just destroyed Arizona today, 10-3. Insane. I love I just got called unoriginal by the by the by the ginger, the ginger beard bald guy. Like, like seriously, when I see you, I don't know if I want to go buy a cleaning product or slap the Gordon Fisherman. I don't like you're an amalgamation of everything I've never wanted to be around. Um, Jared Lowe's here, <laughs> Northeastern Insurance, 518-956-3753. J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. All right. Otani's betting 172, by the way. I think you're about to go off on an Otani rant about the circus. I don't know. I don't, were... I, he's he's irrelevant. I, I feel like it's I think the joke is over. Um, I just love that everybody in my office knows exactly what I'm doing right now. Yet they're blowing me up. They're you know what? blowing me up. Let's, right now. let's do this. Otani. Otani is uh, falling off a bit. We got some Empire players showed up right now. Why don't you take care of this while I tell us about our friends over at Mohawk? Huh? Go ahead. How about that? Mohawk Honda, the spring is here, and on the weekends, if you're listening to this on a Saturday or a Sunday, Mohawk Honda wants to take care of you this spring and summer. If you're looking for the new vehicle, take care of the Kelly Blue Book offer. That means you can walk into Mohawk Honda, and maybe within 10 minutes, that's right, 10 minutes, get cash in your pocket. You can get money for you and drive off the lot with a new vehicle. Maybe it's the 2022 Pilot EXL. And maybe it's another vehicle that fits your style, your budget, and more. Shout out to everybody over there. Greg Johnson, who I believe, is in <laughs> That's Augusta. True. That's true. I, I think he was in Augusta. Ken, he was. That's Ken true. McKenna, Brian McKenna, Lindsey Harridan, John and Sirs. I could run through so many more names. Everybody, Nate, Nick, and MJ, all those people who are doing a great job at Mohawk Honda. Stop in, get yourself a new vehicle, especially with that summer road trip on the way. You want to make sure with gas prices going up more that you've got the car that fits your life. It's Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of the way to please you. And if you stop into Glenville, Levac and Gaz, Gazilla Media, that's the reason you got your vehicle because of us here on the show. Is that, is that for sure? Uh oh, what's what? Levac is right now for our audio audience getting some <laughs> feedback from some Empire players. It? Darius Prince is to his left. Owner of the Empire, Mike Cord, is behind him as well. Uh, so, yeah, this is the fun part. Levac, by the way, eight days from now, the Albany Empire will kick wow. off their season. Seven o'clock Saturday, NBP Arena, when Albany takes on the Carolina Cobras. As you can tell, Levac, it is going to be packed for you for the next eight days. 
Uh, you've got a look on your face that our audio audience can't see. Do you want to sing what was just passed along to you? Or do you want to hold off on it a little bit? I'll say it. I just, I'm trying to wave somebody down for a beer. Um, uh, Miller Lite, if you don't mind. Thank you, sir. That is Jared Losey. <laughs> yeah, right. Did you, you know what? Everything me I said about Jared is, is a lie. That's the man right there. there. Save yes. money. Right. Save money and my palate. Um, all right. Let me let me do this. Let me you so guys, I'm gonna interview you. Let's forget that I'm president of the Albany Empire right now. Okay. Let's just go with the fact that you follow the NAL very closely. Yes. You were uh, you were a big fan, and we both worked for the AFL. Yes. Your estimation this year, the National Arena League, who is the best, who would be the favorite to be the best quarterback of the NAL for the 2022 season? Don't be a, don't be a homer. Just talk about who you think has the best chance to be the best, the best quarterback in the NAL this year. I'll say this, and hopefully the Empire players don't hear this. I would go with the reigning MVP, Mason Espinosa, right? Like I think he would have the opportunity to be the best. I think that's a fair and honest evaluation. Sure, if he was going to play this year. Oh, Mason Espinosa has reportedly taken a job coaching a, a college team, an offensive coordinator for a college team. I don't have the team yet. But it is uh, that we just got that. I'm 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 efforting to verify, but players from Columbus have let our guys know that it looks like Mason's gonna an offer he couldn't refuse. This is massive news in the NAL. Inside the walls, Ooh. Ryan McCarthy, whoever's on the Albany Empire. Someone call Lexi Swat. All right, someone call whoever's on the beat this year for you guys. Let them Thank know you, sir. a breaking Lavaki guys inside move. That is some massive I'm, I'm news. I'm feeling kind of torn right now. To Why? Be, obviously. You, you now, I liked our odds against everybody in this league already because of who we are, what what Coach Manas has built and everything like that. You like your odds a little better without Mason Espinosa in the league? You know, again, if this is 100% factual, and right now I'm hearing it is. Um, but I love I love Mason. He's a good dude. He was here. He was he was Tommy's backup in, uh, in 19. And he's a hell of a player. He's a nice, nice guy. He's a real good dude. You kind of want to beat a team with their best. I'm not gonna not take the W if we get it, but but there you go. Okay, what's up, Cam? Snitch, Fresh Cam, Snitch. the Empire fan right there. But so yeah, you feel I guess conflicted because if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. But the Empire, the reigning champs. But it'd be nice if your team played well against Mason Espinosa. I get it. Like you want to continue to have the best in the league. That is a massive news. Uh, Huge news for Empire fans who just heard that for the first time. I think their quick question is gonna be this. All right, if one of the best players, arguably the best player in the entire league, is no longer part of the league, is there any fear that an offer could be made to the Empire? And I know, look, this is putting you on the spot within the last 20 seconds. You don't make the roster decisions, but I think some Empire fans will wonder if a trade's on the way. And this close to the season, that's going to be really hard to do because he's got to learn the offense. He's got to learn chemistry. So it seems as if a trade... Well, Gibson's a great coach. He's a very, very good coach. So he'll be able to get somebody going. However... I mean, you don't just you don't replace Mason Espinosa that easily. I mean, I gotta be honest with you. I think one of the you talk about trade. I think there's like one team in the league right now that has two A plus starting caliber quarterbacks on their roster. And I think you're I think you're going to be doing color commentary for them. We got Mike Faithful and we got Sam Castronova. Yeah. Guess who I'm not giving a freaking quarterback to? If it's up to me. <laughs> I mean, coach does the roster, but I, I you know you call me for either one of those guys. You better be sending. You send everybody because I'm not giving you. Why would I? Why would I help you? Doesn't make any sense. Man, that's that's big. That is big, big news. 
Okay, I, that's a you're talking about when you talk about Mason Espinosa, you're talking about a really good dude. You're talking about a person who, like, I, I I root for him. I don't root for him as much, you know, when we're playing him. But his first four passes in the championship game were touchdowns, not first four drives, not first four, you know, whatever. First four passes, dude, drop back through the ball, touchdown. We go down the field, we score. Dude drops back, throws the ball, touchdown. Go down the field, score slowly, but get it done. Touchdown. Like, he just did four plays, four touchdowns for Mason Espinosa in the championship game. I was there. I remember there's Coach right there. Coach Samanas. You want to you talk now or you want to wait a minute? Yeah. Did you hear what just happened? Did you hear what they're, what they're talking about? Oh, you are? Okay. <laughs> so it's the so, source so real. Okay, there we go. Because we're sitting over here going – it's yeah, that's right. No, 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 you didn't know. We no, didn't say we didn't anything. Say a single we word. said everything. Eight days from kickoff. Yeah. Eight days from kickoff. Yeah. The Albany Empire get under. Oh no, one hundred percent we did. One hundred percent we did. <laughs> we didn't put it on social media. Don't worry. I no, said no, it's no, not one hundred percent verified. No, 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 yeah. no. Rumors floating around. Don't worry about. It. No, that's you right. didn't. No, no, no. Actually, Cam said it. I heard be, no, to be perfectly honest, the source that I saw was not you. There you go. So you were a second source if you did say it, which you have not yet. <laughs> Come on over there, coach. I'm gonna blow this whole thing up. Sources. <laughs> he's smart. I gotta tell you, he's smart. Um, uh, eight days away from kickoff for you. I, I guess he knows very well. That's right. What I do? Uh, what else is on the schedule for Empire fans? That they can expect the next eight days from kickoff. Now, I mean, I mean that's wow. going to be the biggest news we're likely going to get for the season coming up. But or maybe not. I mean, I mean, inside the walls going to be pissed right now that we got that while we were live on air. They gotta be pissed. We're sitting here on the Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page, Godzilla YouTube, live at Hooters on a Good Friday, and arguably the biggest news in the NAL since we won the championship in our first year in the NAL. Yeah, and those guys are scheduled to join us. A little crossover episode on Saturday for the pregame show, three thirty to five o'clock. You and I at MVP Arena. We'll You're, see. I might. There you uh, go. Scheduled for you to be there for an hour. I think I have a few we'll things see. taped for the pregame and see where your life takes you after that. So that's. I mean, that's that's. You talk about breaking news in the world of uh, of indoor football. That's pretty big. That's pretty 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 big. Uh, tomorrow, you talk about the, what we're doing. Uh, we are. We're very thrilled. We've been invited to go to the Albany Firewolves game halftime. Coach, myself, our roster. So you. Final cuts will be made before we go out there. So you'll see our, our 25, 26 man roster, depending upon who, who makes the team, who doesn't. You'll be able to see us walk out on the field together. And and it's going to be very cool. And I was talking to George Manius of the Firewolves earlier today. They're blowing up our tunnel. They're introducing us as our empresses are going to be out there. Whoa. Yeah. Right. So they're, they're doing it right. You know, they're going to do, they're taking good care of us. And while we're there, so if you get tickets to the Firewolves game, we're going to be giving away tickets. To the Empire game, our home opener. So, the, and then obviously that we're like, hey, look, if we're going to give tickets away at your game, you got to give tickets away at our game. So, technically, if you bought tickets to tomorrow night's Firewalls game, you get three games for the price of one. Whoa. All right. You don't have to you, sell me anymore right. on that. That's great. So, we're going to have a table set up in the concourse during the game. You come up to us, hey, I really want to go to the game. Boom, we peel you off a voucher, you go get your tickets. Uh, then at our game on the 23rd, the home opener, you come up to their table. Hey, I really want to go to the Firewolves game. Boom. They peel you off a voucher. You go to their game. We're, this is what we do. This is what we do around here. We'll... One more, just because we got a comment on social media. I'll let you do that while you're doing that. Get ready. Empire, Firewolves, MVP Arena. Awesome stuff. Hey, look at this. Hey, coach, you going to stop by. Say what's up. There he is for our audio audience. 
Coach Tomanos putting on the headphones right now. I like the red. We were talking about the red earlier today. He's he's like he's like a matador. He's ready. He's ready to go. He's 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 fired up and ready to go. Uh, Coach, I, I know I'm going to talk in if if statements, okay? Because obviously we we like we we're big fans of Mason Espinoza. If it's true and he's not going to play this year, what does that mean for the NAL? Well, you lose a great player for sure. Um, you know, someone who's been instrumental in some great games and, and championships for that matter. Um, but, you know, the NAL goes on. You know, it's an opportunity for others to step up and do what they do. Absolutely. All right. So where where are we as of today? Because I know you were super busy. We had, we practiced off-site because the arena is moving around. Right. What? How do we look? What do you think of this roster you've got in front of you this year? Uh, I mean, realistically, um, okay, if I say one thing, we sound like egotistical maniacs. If I say another thing, you know, I'm, I'm not being honest. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with egotistical maniac. <laughs> say we got the best roster in the league. You know, I, I really do. I believe that. And, uh, uh, if that, that rumor's true, it even got better. <laughs> so, well, so yeah, it's good. Guys, I don't want. I'm sorry. I got somebody real no, quick. Okay. Guys, is like, well, they're gonna have to make a trade, and I pointed out. I go, I only think. I think there's one team in the NAL right now that has two A plus talent quarterbacks on their roster, and it and it. You're sitting at the table with their head coach because yeah. it's Mike Faithful and Sam Castronova. Like I don't is there, I don't even know another quarterback out there that you could pick up that could make a difference. And I'm not gonna speak for you. You do the roster, right? I would imagine you're not gonna make that easy. <laughs> no, and and. Uh, we're not letting any of our guys go. Um, not that they would ever call and ask, I don't think. But, um, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things right now where, uh, you know, with, with our two quarterbacks, with Mike and Sam, uh, I think we're going to show some things this year in the NAL that probably haven't been seen ever before. Um, where we're going to actually, they're going to both participate in every game at a high level. <laughs> so it's going to be pretty fun. It's going to be pretty fun to watch. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what, we had a great competitive practice today where offense went against defense. I'm the defense coordinator this year, and Coach Ware and I were very competitive guys, and we had a blast. And uh, defense won, I might add. By the way, today. <laughs> is that the last time you guys are going to be able to do something like that? It's almost the end of camp and you're into season prep game week. We want to call that flipped over to next week. Does the whole layout of how the season changes starting when Sunday, Monday? Well, you know, what? It, it's it is really difficult to get guys ready to play at a super high speed and a high level and then go half speed all the time till you get there. So, they're, you know, you can't put your foot off the gas too soon um so what we do is we condense the practices into more game realistic stuff rather than drill work um as we get down into it so today normally we'd have a lengthy uh stretching and then an indie period and then skelly and then some other things and today we went stretch five minute indie and we went right into team so we were able to get on and off the field in an hour and a half today and uh, but played probably two quarters of football in that time frame. So 
Um, yeah, they were whacking each other pretty good today. It was it was fun to watch. It's a really good Friday here at Hooters. And, uh, of course, you can check us out at Techies Fire and Water Restoration's Facebook page as well as Godzilla Media's YouTube. Coach Tom and Oz with us. And, and Coach, um, I have noticed that. Like, this – I I was still doing the radio thing when you were doing camp last year. But I've noticed this year you've had to kind of take your foot off the gas. These guys are ready to thump each other pretty good. They want after it. Yeah, well – you know, last year we had signed Magruder in the first practice. He almost took out Prince and uh, Tommy Grady in the first practice. So we use that as a, a little lesson and how pros practice. So we talk about going 100% footwork, you know, 75% fit, and then really about, you know, a, a mild 10% contact after fit. Um, it's kind of hard to get these guys to stay in that lane sometimes. <laughs> so every once in a while, you got to take the collars off and say, yeah, go play. We're hundred percent. And actually I think that's a safer way of playing because then guys are more protective in a way of uh, not hurting each other. So, um, yeah, we, we've been going pretty hard. Um, we'll start backing it off probably by Wednesday of next week. And then, um, Thursday and Friday will be fairly remedial light stuff and then uh saturday we're gonna kick the shit out of the cobras that's right there you go <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take heat for this question that's okay i asked oh. quarterback mike faithful this question during media day you've coached tommy grady you've coached a lot of different quarterbacks in your career but the expectations for this empire team because of the success puts pressure on everybody the coaching staff oh. the defensive players and i feel like whether it be fair or unfair in particular mike faithful for this season because of the play of the quarterback position. Do you feel like there's been any added pressure on Mike for game one, drive one, half one? Uh, I'll tell you how Mike was today. Mike went in and he performed great at practice. Sam performed really good at practice. They, they battle every day, those two. Um, the interesting part is, uh, I'll tell you how nervous Mike was about taking Tommy Grady's place. He has a tee time at 340 today. At Saratoga <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's real concerned. <laughs> living in the shadow of Tommy, you know. When he throws five touchdowns in the first half, you can point into the halftime interview and say, guys, how's that pressure up there? And I put up to the broadcast right. booth and right. Maka and Levesque yeah. ask you those questions. You can ask about that type of pressure. No, and, and, yeah. and I don't think he's trying to outdo what Tommy did or accomplish. I think what he's trying to do is create his own legacy. He's comfortable in his own skin. Very much so. Yeah, because I think – the, the first practice, I got a chance to, to actually, you know, spend some time and watch. Right. And I like watching you run practice because it's rare. I like when I like when you get as mad at somebody else as I can make you get mad at me. Uh, <laughs> it's rare. It doesn't happen often. But, it, like, I, I like because it's, you, like, like guys, I'm telling you, coach will come at it. It's 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 like a caring dad. It's like a, hey, don't be stupid. Somebody's going to get hurt. Brar. And then it's, okay, we good? You guys learn? Let's go. But they they did wind sprints with these guys they made them run all the way up and down the field they're running on the five yards i told this story before but it amazed me to watch the big fellas obviously they're going to finish last you got the rabbits and the receivers and everything you got the quarterbacks who are in great shape and the big fellas even though they're in great shape they we carry more our quarterbacks came back and ran with them you know faithful came back and ran with them casanova came back and ran with them darius prince came back and every, all these guys came back and ran with them these quarterbacks do not care about anything except for what's happening with their guys, with their team, yeah. and their well, tea times, that, and their it, tea times. That, yeah, that, and they know where their bread's buttered. <laughs> it's true, so you point. don't take care of the linemen. 
<laughs> I didn't even think of that. To you be honest with you. All the time. I'm like, you don't have to wow, worry about that legacy. Was, you know? Wow, that was so nice of them. And you're over here like, yeah, but also, yeah, you you want to go ahead and make sure that fence works. The end, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> the, the good thing about Lyman is, um, you know, obviously we're playing Iron Man football. And, uh, you know, I'm watching these other rosters and I'm seeing the guys that they have. And you get, you'll see some teams and they'll have like, three linemen or four linemen. I'm like, I've done this before. That math don't work, right? <laughs> uh, we have eight, and we're going to dress eight. So we're going to do things differently um, this year. Uh, I, I really believe that it's going to be so much more fun to watch because these guys are truly playing gladiator ball. I mean, to do that, you know, if you're a fan, I hope they appreciate what these guys are putting their bodies through to do this we were on we we guest spotted on a uh, a certain podcast you've been on it before all they do is talk about uh, what sports happen inside walls we'll oh, yeah. say yeah and <laughs> it sounds like other coaches in our league think you've built the roster the wrong way oh i love that i i, I was like so i asked them i go guys how many of those guys have coached iron man they're like well no just just goes for us oh okay like, yeah. <laughs> well it's funny i heard coach gibson on a, a podcast the other day and um a lot of what I had said before, he's uh, he says, um, and um, I think some of the coaches truly embrace this, um, but I I also think some don't. Yeah, you know, well, and they're gonna just be stubborn and do it their way. When I hear you describe how you're gonna do this, I yeah. glaze over, like I because it's okay. it makes sense, but it's so detailed and intricate that right. if you never did it before, like the first time you ever drove a car, it's overwhelming. You know, the foot's yeah. got to go here, and, and this has got to go this, and right. then 10 and 2 and whatever. Like, when you describe it, it's the first time you drove a car. So I would imagine anybody who's never done it before. I'll be very curious to see how different people play the week after they play us. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> I don't want to sound arrogant. No, but know, here's but, the thing about that. A lot of people think that you can mimic what we're going to do, and I don't want to really get into how we're going to do it, obviously. No, please don't. But. You can't because you don't have our roster. But so while you guys all thought I recruited wrong, you should have recruited the way I recruited, right? And a again, it's not me; it's the talent of these players, right? They just want to come here. The one common denominator out of all these players is they want to come here not only to to win a ring and a championship, but they want to play in the capital region and have this fan base behind them. So, uh, coach, tell nice. tell me you kick the shit out of people again. Do what? Tell, tell everybody you're going to kick the shit out of people again. Okay. Say it, say it, say it. So we can hit the buzzer. We're going to kick the shit out of people again. <gasps> <laughs> he made me do that. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. Uh, they'll learn it. All That's right. right. This man wants to eat. Do you have any more questions for uh, him? I was going to ask him a bunch of questions about Darius Prince. We'll get that for the rest of the week. We'll use that for another no, time. That's this is the last right. time you're talking to That's me. That's exactly game right. Day. <laughs> <laughs> but why do you think we set up the podcast in our office right, right outside That's your right. door? Yeah. It's the only way. <laughs> It is this week. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Where's yeah. Prince playing? What's Darius doing? That'll be the next eight days for you, Coach. Well, so Darius is here. You want to yeah. talk to him? We'll just grab him at some he'll point. Think, yeah. He'll think he'll spend every position. Or he'll come, come over. Yeah, whatever he wants to do. Yeah, yeah. whatever he wants to do. Uh, believe me, he wants to come over here. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he, he came over originally. He's He was talking to me. I was like, here, take these. He's like, nah. I'm going to go eat first. I'll, I'll get him. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, no rush, but go eat. Have fun. Yeah. You deserve Thanks, it. You guys, guys. worked hard Appreciate today. You. Coach, always good to see you. Thanks, Here he goes. Guys. Coach Tom Thanks, and I. Yeah, I'll no see problem. you. I'll see you in a little bit after this. We'll have a, we'll have one, one beer. 
and then we'll get ready for lacrosse tomorrow. Just one, just one. There he is. <laughs> I love, I love that we were we were reminiscent about the first time he came on the radio show, and he actually he's like, I want people to look at us and go, oh shit, and I had to dump it. Now it's like, I get, oh, I can say it. Because <laughs> there's a part world. of him, there's a part of him hoping he was gonna fluster me by saying it, and it's like you, you didn't fluster me when I had a dump button. You're not gonna flush me when I can say whatever the f- I want. I still, I still do. That's kinda, good. That's, I it's can't the help myself. Twenty years, Levac. That's right. I can't help myself. Liz, we don't have to even wait. We're oh, going back yeah. to back, belly to belly, like John Sterling says. There he is, Darius Prince, the reigning and defending offensive player of the year for the National Arena League. How you been, DP? What's going on? I'm good, man. I can't complain, man. Everything's going good. What's going on, guys? He was mean to me today, guys. He was no, teasing me. No, 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 no. I have a wagon that no. carried the ground, and he was picking on my wagon. <laughs> it was. What is your version of the story, Darius? You know, we're going to keep that in-house. We're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is my guy, man. I love him to death, man. We're going to keep that story in-house. All right, fair enough. Fair off enough. the camera. True, true story. True story. <laughs> One of my favorite people. I'm glad he's back. This is my guy, So you're eight days away. We just asked Coach about how things start to change from a coaching staff, how practices change. How about you prepping for a game a week away? Are you just taking care of your body a little bit more? Are you backing off in drills still 100%? Oh, no. Uh, obviously, I believe in you practice the way you play. So, you know, I'm going to go full tilt. Um, you know, just getting ready for Carolina. You know, watching film, picking up on the tendencies that they do. Uh, we know they got a new coach over there. They got Coach Fuller over there. So watching how he's going to call the defense or the offense, we really don't know which side of the ball he's on right now uh, between him and Coach Rez. So, you know, just watching film and getting prepared, man, for April 23rd. We were talking a week ago at Media Day about film and building chemistry. From when we talked a week ago till now, you've had more practices, more film, more routes, more catches. The chemistry between you and Mike Faithful. How has it built over the last seven days? Oh, man, it's going great, man. You know, uh, after every play, we're talking and communicating with each other, you know, making sure we're on the same sync, we're on the same thing. So everything's going well between me and Mike. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward, man. I'm just looking forward to the season, man. I'm looking for the great fans of Albany to pack the house, man. Come on to April 23rd, man. Let's get this show rocking. Can't wait. Darius Prince with us. The GOAT, the, the beige god, if you will. for you guys. Yeah, my, my core to making sure the show's better. Um, so you and I, we, we talked about this before. You always said you could D up anybody. Yes. And I thought you were, I'm quite honestly, full of shit. Because <laughs> you're, you're a phenomenal receiver. I, the, it took two seconds to watch the way you were being used with the soul to realize you're being underused and and then two more seconds realize when you got to the empire you've been used the right way and you were able to, to show your talent you're actually very good at defense i pre- i appreciate that jeff yeah man um like i said before i i actually started playing defense in high school like i i, I started defensive back i really wasn't even a starting receiver i think i was the third or fourth receiver my senior year on the depth chart but I started DB. Right. <laughs> so, you know, just uh, as the years went on, I just, you know, I started making more plays with the ball. And, you know, we just we, we, we just went from there. And I just became, you know, receiver just became my thing. And then as I got into the, the pro career, you know, I just took off and ran with it. Um, it's it's the, the rumor, Levax. There is this too. Like, I think on Saturday there's a group of people, and I think you're starting to see it build a little bit on social media, that believes he's going to play receiver. There's another group of people that think he's going to play defense. Now, there's another group of people. Oh, yeah, I see Mike over there doing his thing. <laughs> he's wearing a, back. He's he's wearing <laughs> that thinks you're going to play I both. can't take him serious. I think we're just going to keep it a secret. How about we do that for Saturday? Whether yes. we see you on one side of the ball, both sides of the ball. We're, we're, nice just to, to, the, to the Empire. Yes. Yes. Mysterious at answering that question. He's going to hear it for the next eight days. Oh, oh, no, no, that's my – no. Oh, this is yours? You want to switch? <laughs> there you go. I'll switch. I'm all right. I'm proud. Come to Hooters. <laughs> Woo. 
What do you think of that? What do you think of that whole gladiator thing we got going on now? I like that. That's it. That's that's. I like be, that. That's what, that's going to be every time we're on defense. Oh, here we go. Look at that, this is me. I thought this I was just hey, 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 I feel like I feel like an offensive player of the year. <laughs> and they're all getting a chance to to rock the Darius Prince fanny pack, man. Sponsored by Nike. <laughs> I want. I just want to go catch a touchdown, like right now. I'm. I'm. Um, Australians call them bum bags. Instead of fanny packs, they're called bum bags. Bum bags. In Australia. Yeah, in Australia. I've never been there before, so well, yeah. I mean. I wouldn't know that. <laughs> I yeah, let, me know. This, let me give this back to you. Uh, you can wear it. Well, I can't. Well, well, I'll put it over there so no one sees it. But, you know, <laughs> Darius, of like course, you. Mike had to bring it on. Right. One, one of our right. sponsors, Lily and David Fine Jewelers out in Wilton, New York, actually got me a personal fanny pack. So oh. if you're looking for your own fanny pack, Lily and David, hey, 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 hey right let's here. make it happen. Let's oh, make it happen. Go. I love my fanny pack, man. Like, I just... <laughs> I mean, it comes in handy, dude. I ain't got to stuff stuff in my pocket. You know, I carry my charger, everything. You know, I, I'm, I'm good. I, I don't understand it, though, because, again, like, you you wear it more like a sling. Yeah. And I don't even <laughs> notice it. Like, I don't even notice it. Just it just blends in. Right. But if, like, if, like, guys put one on, again, I'd be like, yo, nerd. Yeah, like where right. where are the white New Balance sneakers? Like what are you doing? Like what are you what are you, what are you doing? But like you do it, I don't even notice that time. That's why like when Mike had it on, I was like, who's that? Uh, yeah, yeah. But again, yeah. Mike it doesn't look normal either. Like we big dudes, he looked like it looked like a string on a ham. Like it was just like it was starting to cut off circulation in his head. It was a problem. Like I said, man, it just it just comes in handy. You know, you can put a couple couple items in there that you need. You know, and you just. Unzip it, reach in, grab it, use it, put it back in, and you're good. I'm just imagining now, like, he scores his first touchdown. There's a fan with a fanny pack, and Darius goes in the crowd, and that's, like, his new celebration hey, fanny hey, pack on the field. We get him, a good, we get him like, one the size of the football, and instead of handing it out, now he puts it inside yes! the fanny pack. Just <laughs> on the promotion to fanny pack giveaway. Darius Prince's number he on signs it. it I like all this hey, stuff. Man, it it sounds good. For promotion. It sounds like good, man. Difference good. between this roster and last. Because last year, everything came together so fast. This year, it still feels like it came together fast. But what do you, what do you like differences are you seeing this tier team to last year's team? Um, I, obviously, I think um just just the fact that the Ironman rules. You know, we got a lot of guys at camp that could go both ways. Last year, we didn't see that because we're used to guys just being one dimensional and just going one way. So, um, like I said, with this year you're you're seeing guys that can actually play both sides of the ball. You know, you can see guys that that can play offense and defense. And you know, I mean, I just feel like you know we're just we're just ready to go, man. I'm just I'm hyped up. I'm excited. I'm ready to get ready for April 23rd, and, and just put on a show for the fans of here in Albany. All right, I need you to I need to paint a picture for you, and you got to tell me the, the the perfect result okay. for Darius Prince. Okay, it's August thirteenth. It's the MVP arena. The Albany Empire need a touchdown to win the championship. Okay, Darius Prince catches the ball. He gets in the end zone. It's a touchdown. We win the game. Dream scenario for you is that on offense or is that on defense? <laughs> I would I would have to say it would be on defense. I would I would go Ooh. I would go with defense, man. I'm just uh I've been proving people wrong my whole career. You know, guys, people doubted me my whole career. Um I was doing concrete and and landscaping work. I worked at Foot Locker and you know, when I got into football, I had people tell me that I couldn't do it. You know, so I, I had this, the chip stacked against me ever since I got into my pro career in 2016. So now that I mastered the offensive side of the ball and I, I've scored touchdowns with two seconds left in the game before, I mean, in the championship game, how else would else you, how else would you want to go out besides scoring on defense where, where people think you can't play it? 
And then, well, no. And then, so you, you interception. Yes. Pick six. Yes. And then run until you find your best friend in the world, Jeff, Jeff LeVac. Yes. Jeff Le- Le- yes! Oh, I'm, I'm there yes! with you. Yes! Bro, <laughs> Let's go. I'm there with you, baby. Let's I'm there go. with you. I'm there with you. That is a game ball. ball for you. And then I'll t- I hold it. I rock it like a baby. And uh-huh. then, oh, man, dude. I, you know, so happy you're back. So happy you're home where you oh, belong. Man. I'm, look, man, we came in here last year. The guys here, man, the coaches staff, the front office, they put a team together in two weeks, man, and we made it happen. So now with seven months with a chance to put a team together, I know we're going to come in here, man. We're going – we're going to do what we need to do, man. And hopefully at the end of the season, when August comes, we're playing in the championship game again in front of the best fans here in Albany, and we're Hold taking on. care of business. Sorry. <laughs> I missed one. That was my fault. That was my fault. Uh, uh, Hollis is here now. Yes. You guys played together in Philly. Now he's here. Yes. Has he – like, do you guys talk about it? Like, how much better it is to have those – that that MVP arena used to be Times Union Center fan base on your side instead of us chirping oh, yeah. at you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, met I a used guy. to say terrible things to you. I used to say <laughs> oh, terrible. Like, when you were getting the end zone. Oh, yes. You. I met a guy outside the locker room today, and he was like, there is Prince. And he's shaking my hand. He's like, you don't remember me, but I used to heckle you so much when you <laughs> well, were in Philly. And I'm like, dude, trust me. I know. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, trust me. I know. Like, the I fan base sure is I, crazy here. I would get on the wall during warm-ups because you, you would run right on the sideline. Uh-huh. And I would just, like, I, I had no idea what you looked like because you always had your helmet on. Mm-hmm. I had no – like, you could have come up to me after the game and be like, yeah, that Darius Prince is an asshole. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like – I was just like, because again, I liked watching you play. So I was always like, you're the wrong team, this, that, and the other. I would talk so much. And I can't even say some of the things I would say to you. Right. And, <laughs> and then, like, like, the very first day of practice last year that I actually got to go hang out, I saw you run by. I go, at least you're in the right uniform. And you kind of. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I mean, it doesn't help that when we, the first practice of the year, you guys rolled out the, the turf field and you still had the confetti. <laughs> on the ground from 2019, oh, oh. we're still on the field, and Tommy Grady's like, "Hey, Prince," <laughs> like, and you guys still had the dasher boards up, and it said Arena Bowl 32, Albany Empire versus Philadelphia. And he's like, "Hey, you remember this?" And he's pointing at the dasher board. So, I'm just like, "Oh man, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna tell you right away, but you see the we got the schedule sign behind us. Okay, so that sign used to be one of the Arena Bowl signs." I have the Arena Bowl 32 sign in the truck. If you want one, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I uh, hope I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm either the only reason I don't want you to win Offensive Player of the Year back to back is I want you to get MVP this year. Yes, sir. That's yes, what sir. I'm hoping for for you. That's my wish for you. I man. mean, you know, like I said before, man, the individual individual accolades that that's going to come with the game. You know, you if you your numbers called and you make plays, it's going to come. Um, but at the end of the day, as long as we put that trophy in the air, man, that's all I really care about. You know, offensive player of the year, MVP. Yeah, that's nice and cool. He but says man, that now. He wants it. He no, wants but it. I'm, I'm being serious, man. <laughs> to go to battle with 21 guys every, every, every game, you know, leave it out there. And for it to pay off week 14, holding the championship trophy in the air, man, there's no individual accolade can, can outweigh that. All right. You know, before, it just can't. before we let you go enjoy yourself, um, so I, I designed the championship ring, and I was part of designing the uniform. You've got okay. way more style than I do. How'd I do? You did a really good job. Right? I like it, I, I like it a right? lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> I, didn't know you, I didn't know you designed it, but, no, you did a really good job. I'm impressed. The you uniform, got a little swag to you, man. The, All right, look at that. The, the you uniform. got a little swag. Just a little bit. I can't give him too much credit because <laughs> we're on camera. I can't give him too much credit. No. So use it against me. That's well, right. Because we, we cut from the same cloth when it comes to that stuff. 
Uh-oh. You know we have Dwayne Hollins here. Yeah. So, so, you want to speak? All right, we'll bring him over. Let's, 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 let's bring him over here. Bring my guy, man. The man, the myth, the legend, Dwayne Hollins, man. Let's get him in here, man. Uh, Yeah. What was it? Uh. 2016? 2017? We got, we got Dwayne. Let me, can I introduce Yes, him? please. Coming in, guys. We got Dwayne Hollis, 2017 Defensive Player of the Year in the AFL, man. We got Dwayne Hollis coming in right now. He there locked down he the is. AFL so hard, it ain't even the AFL anymore. That's how hard, <laughs> that's how hard Hollis locked down the AFL so hard, they had to, they had to leave. They had to leave. What's up, man? It's good to see you. Hey, let me get this down here on you. Because you want, let me, hold on. This is. You, people bring over pork. Dwayne's trying to eat his damn dinner. Look at him. Everybody, he's trying to eat his dinner. Nobody even gives him a napkin to come over. Nobody. There you go. I got you. I can't believe it. How are you, man? Like, it's welcome. Welcome to the Cap region. Thank you okay. for not giving us fits anymore. Like, you, when you, all right, you two in Philadelphia. Yes. I said, I said, I said way worse things to him because he just seemed more arrogant than you. When I, because I was, I was the hype guy for the team. Okay. For the Empire. Yeah. But like every time you, I would watch you run on the defense. I'd be like, it's, a, it's a podcast. I can say, I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got to take some joy knowing that that people just hate, hate, hate watching you back up against their number one receiver. I, I actually love it, um, especially going into away crowds. It's, it's just a different energy. Like, I'm not like. No, I guess we'll say a LeBron where, you know, you're trying to get fans kicked out. I actually enjoy it. It kind of <laughs> it kind of motivates me. Actually, like, I have motivation the whole game. Like, you suck, so I come make a play, and now I come to you, and, you know. That happened. I, I remember that in the end zone. I do remember that in the end zone. I think we, like you, it was like a long pick six back in, like, 18. I was talking smack because I had the mic. I had to. It's my job. It was my okay. job. I was just doing my job. Oh, and, I respect it. And then you came back and like you, I think you like pointed at me with the with the ball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those ones. It's like, yeah, well, I lost. Uh, <laughs> what, but all right, so you love having the crowds be against you. Albany's got to be one of the the most vicious oh, crowds. Oh man, great crowd, great energy. Even in warm, like when you're introducing each other, I'm I'm more like I'm warming up like. Yeah, f you. I'm like, I love it. I love it. Thank you, thank you. But what, what's gonna but, be like having us on your side now, though? Oh, that's amazing. Like, I'm like, dang, that's on my side. So they got to deal with that. I'm like, wow. So that's that's a great like. Honestly, that's a great like momentum changer. Like, you make a play, whole crowd. Um, now now the uh, offense is on another level now. Your defense is on another level. Like you're, you're just feeling yourself. You know, it's like a, it's like a rhythm thing. By the way, we just went live on the Albany Empire Twitter. Coach Manos didn't oh. get that treatment. Darius Prince didn't yeah. get that treatment. Dwayne Hobbs gets show. that treatment. You get that. That's you right. Get that. We hook up on social media. And he does his thing on here now. I've asked Darius this question. I got to ask you that same question because it's the fun about eight days away from kickoff that every athlete, every player does something different. How they get ready. How you get pumped up. How are you feeling? Like you have a little bit of a, like a a routine, something you get ready for before a game one that's different than anything else in the season? So I'm more of a, that loose guy. Like, I don't really, you know, game day, I'm more dancing. And, you know, I'm not as serious. I'm like, because, like, honestly, at the end of the day, I, I've been playing this game for, like, 20 years. Like, so it's like, 
Wait, how old are you? Actually, over 20 years. How old are you? I'm 32. No, well, I don't believe I'm you. I'm 32. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. Honestly, I'm 32. And like, it's like I'm having fun. I'm enjoying the game. Like, when we get started, I'm ready to, I'm, I'm uh, ultimate competitor. Like, so when, once we get on that field, we're going to compete. But like, this is fun. This yeah. is, you know, I grew up doing this. Like, when, when I was in first grade and they asked you what you wanted to be when you grew up, I was like, I want to play professional football. And now I get to play professional football. So I'm going to take it serious, but I'm going to have fun at the same time. I love that answer, especially being a broadcaster for your guys' games, is that some of the younger guys, the rookies, and it's no disrespect to them, but they're so focused on what's happening on the field. They're forgetting right. they're having fun. They're forgetting they can show off their swag, their right. style, their personality. It seems like now that you've developed your career, like, Guys, this is just as much a part of it than it right. is making your play. Like, let people know who you are when you're out there doing your thing. Right. So, like, let I make an interception. I'm going to the middle of the field. I'm going to dance. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to, you know, yes. get the crowd going. Depending on what ball it is, I might throw it in the crowd. Like, if it's my first interception, uh, I might got to keep it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. Well, but everybody's asking guys like Darius – What's it like to go from offense to defense? Are you excited to play a little offense? So, actually, um, coming out of college, I actually played in um, Helsinki, Finland, and I was uh, actually Damn. a receiver. So, you got the history. Because that's, you know, the like the rub, the mean thing they say to defensive backs. If he could catch, he'd be oh, a wide receiver. <laughs> I got hands. You throw it up there, I'm catching it. I, I have the same mindset as a receiver. Helsinki Roosters. I just yes. looked it up. yes. Do you still have Helsinki Rooster gear somewhere? I actually, I have a, I actually do. Is that my mom? I let my mom keep, I let my mom keep all that. Like, it's kind of sick. You know, my it's mom. It's an angry looking rooster. I'll tell yes. you that right now. Yes, that on eBay, man. Get that for game worn stuff. <laughs> nah, by mom, that's, man. Mom, that's mom, dudes. My mom, you know, you know how moms are. Like, yeah, this is my son. Oh my gosh, I'm proud of him. Like, I'm like, I did it. I can look it up if I need to right, for right. reference, you know. That's that's moms. So I asked Darius, and it's, so it's August thirteenth. It's a dream scenario, right? August thirteenth, okay. NAL championship game, MVP arena. When Hollis catches the the game winning touchdown, is it on offense or defense in in a dream scenario? Oh, defense! All right, there you go. He said the same thing. He want to be you. <laughs> defense? No, I'm hundred percent sure because like. The stakes are high. I want to be in my own element. I want to be in my own element. Like, I ain't catching a touchdown. Just think about it. You think I'm going to be catching the touchdown or Darius Prince is going to be t- catching the touchdown? Like, just, mean, just, just really think about it. There's a decent <laughs> chance he's going to say something to piss off Faye like, Forecast Nova. You, might you think I'm going to be in motion or he's going to be in motion? That's fair. That's like, fair. 100%. Like, he's going to be in motion. <laughs> like, like, and I have complete trust in this guy. Like, it's, it's so funny. Like, I got, I have a story. Okay, I'm right. Oh, here we go. This is the place to have do it. Story. Yeah. All right. So, he wasn't with us at the beginning of 2017. Okay. So, he came. I, I remember this. Not even vividly. You know how people, I remember this vividly. No, I remember this wholeheartedly. So, he came in. We had a two-a-days. Like, two-a-days, you don't make the team. It's like, basically, you're a practice player. Like, boom. Okay. So he comes in, he's making, he's he's catching the ball, he's making plays. 
our coach comes into like the DB meeting, like, hey, look, y'all about to make him make the team. It was like, yeah, coach, I mean, he's, he's a good player. Like, he's a good player, like, right. whatever. So he ended up making the team. Like, he ended up like, you know, football is more of a, like, it's a situational thing. Like, you can be the best you can be, but if they already have the, uh, if your position is already occupied, and then it is what it is. Like, I've been in them positions. Like, it is what it is. Like, you guys, so it sounds like you, there's an actual, like, respect and like between you and Darius. Oh, that's my guy. Right. Oh, that's my guy. I'm just saying, he chirps a lot in practice, so I can only imagine what he was back in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> so, me, in my younger days, I used to talk crazy. Okay. Like, crazy. But now, like, I'm more at the – I'm very competitive, but I'm more at the more appreciation of the game. Like, right. so, he make a play. I'm like, good play. But – I'm not trying to let him make no plays. Oh, man. Like, oh, man. No, wait, not... that, that's getting one of these. <laughs> <laughs> that's Cam. Cam's uh, Cam's always here to help. I will <laughs> wait, wait. Go eat go eat. Go what have fun, man. Thing, Thank man. you for coming over here and talking to us. We're gonna do this again because okay. we, we're gonna do this from game days and stuff like that. Oh, I, yes. the, this is the only way they get me to keep the job is let me keep talking smack. So I'm I'm in, man. But thank you for coming on. Thanks y'all. for being a part thank of this. I'm me. a fist bump because I know you yeah. didn't, no, I'm, I'm the first one to give you a napkin. Yeah. But I appreciate you, man. And, and go eat, go have fun, man. Appreciate we'll get you. Y'all. Thank you, appreciate you too. Dude, like, like two of the best players that that in the game, both both were on soul. Now both are on the Empire. Come by the Hooters, Wolf Road, yeah. Empire hangout tonight. I got a couple Players, tickets for Players, coaches, you. all that. And look at this. I brought some tickets. Some home opener tickets, some tickets right tickets. now. Uh, My friends up, at Hooters. Whether LeVac or Jamie or Matt Woods do, right when he sat down in Hollis. All right, we're getting you up on Twitter. we got to make sure we get the Empire fans. Yeah. Love who are missing out on this. And i got to give love to Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Yes. The Darius Prince interview. We're talking about the Fanny Pack. LeVac, you and I have got the word hey, Alyssa. Hold on. When you, David, say, when you say Lily and David Fine Jewelers, and you talk about Alyssa, are you talking about the people who will hopefully be sizing us for rings this year? You and her can figure that out. I know for engagement rings, wedding bands, anniversaries, holidays, birthdays, all that stuff, you're looking for something for her. Lillian David Fine Jewelers is the place. If you're in all about him, fans, they got watches. Good. Him too as yeah. well. Yes, whatever you're looking for. They got the selection right there at their new spot off Shops of Wilton, Route 50. Shops of Wilton. Also, Fortunate enough to stop in there okay. and check out all the good stuff and make sure it's going on. I think in my head, I'm like, oh, God, it's Easter. My wife's birthday was Tuesday. She doesn't – all right, I already gave her a gift, but our anniversary is coming up. That all just went through my mind thinking about Lily and David Fine Jewelers mid-talk about that great business. <laughs> Lisa, David, That's the whole crew. Minute, That's how it goes minute. off. Like, I don't June think, 23rd, June 23rd. I don't think people realize – Two months away. I don't think people realize what Alyssa and Lily and David have done for you. So, like, guys – does not register that it, his wife's birthday just happened or that he should do something nice for Easter. Starts talking about Lillian David, goes back to whatever lesson Alyssa taught him, and goes, oh, oh, crap. I better do something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a machine's buzzer right. battery just right. went off while I was talking about it. Lillian David Fine Jewelers, find the best gift for her or him, whatever it might be, at the right. new spot, find Route 50, shops of Wilton. We stop in, heard about Gaza's story, heard about LeVac, heard about the Albany Empire and all the great things at Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Yeah, um, love, love Lily and David. Love the idea of of Alyssa and the crew being the ones who uh, hopefully, again, I like. I'm I'm let you get ahead of yourself a little bit when you hear news like the potential that Mason Espinosa is not going to play this year, and then you're talking to Darius Prince, and you're talking Coach Minaz and, and Dwayne Hollis, and and you're having a blast. Um, I would love if like on exit interview day, if 
sitting at the table as Alyssa for all my guys going, all right, come here, let me figure it Because, like, I think if she saw Mike Corda's finger, she'd be like, oh, yeah, can we get a garter? Can we get, like, a, can we get like a, a hip garter? Like, his, he does not have a human hand. It's not right. Like, like I've got, I've got a gigantic ring. Like my, mine is, mine almost fits inside of mine. <laughs> it's not right. And like, Mike, of all the players, Brandon Cisse, everybody we had, Sean Lockett was on the team last year. He's playing for the Mass Pirates this year. Mike had the largest ring size of everybody on the team. It's like a mix between Fridge Perry, Andre the Giant, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, if he ever bowled, you'd have to drill the hole so big for his fingers, the ball wouldn't have any weight to it. It would just be like it would be absurd. But he can't hear us because he just signed our paychecks. I don't care. <laughs> What's he gonna do to me? What's he gonna do? He's listen, he's stuck with me. We've been friends way too long. There's nothing he can do to me anymore. Um, how about this? How about 13 days to the NFL draft? Yeah. Um, Jet fan. I've been thinking about you, Jet fan. I didn't forget about you. I've been you, thinking Jet about fan. you, Jet fan. I'm now convinced in just a jersey. The New York Jets will take at least one wide receiver in the first round within the top 10 picks. I got a new strategy. You have to. Yes. And I think it's in like- this year's draft, if, if you have two picks in the first round and you don't, you legitimately, you better get two of three players, a wide receiver, an impact wide receiver, one or two at worst, an offensive, an interior offensive lineman or an edge rusher. Yeah, three for three. Exactly. Three I was thinking. And you don't know pick a quarterback. You're it, stupid. It goes back to the draft for the Giants. The year they had two picks in the top 20. And Daniel Jones was the first of those two picks, and the, everybody's brains exploded. Like, oh my God, why am I taking Daniel Jones? Okay, the idea, not talking about the evaluation of Daniel Jones, but just talking about why it was done there. The thing was, they, Dave Gettleman and the Giants, wanted Daniel Jones. If the player was on the board that you wanted, take him. So if you're a New York Jet fan, here's the worst case scenario. You know what? Worst case scenario, we're going to get uh, Drake London from USC at 10, Wilson from Ohio State at 10. Alave, it doesn't matter. Okay, a wide receiver we really like, right. we're gonna get a 10. Okay, what if they go seven and eight? You could have got him at four. So that's the problem here with the Jets. If you are desperately in need of a wide receiver, you have the chance to get him at four. So I'm feeling more and more likely, like you mentioned pass rusher and interior lineman. Here, Kim. You, you Kim, might be able to get those, give those away later on. Give those away. Look at that. Cam, that's my helper. <laughs> Cam's my Cam. guy. Cam's my guy. So if you're a Jet that's fan. the people, that's the players. They, no. already, they already they got they got tickets. <laughs> All right. Appreciate <laughs> Thank it. Thank you, Cam. Um, that's why I'm more convinced they're gonna take a wide receiver at four. Whoever that might be, whether it be London, whether well, it be Wilson, somebody's going to the Jets at four because they don't want to miss out on their guy. Here, here's Yeah, absolutely. Here's the here's the he's like, I got this, I got you. Um, here's the problem with that, right? The Jets have a lot of needs still, right? Even the positions that you would be like, okay. You're okay at linebacker, or you're okay at this, whatever. You're not good. Like, what are the Jets good at? Interior defense, fine, maybe. Uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, I feel like there, there are times that you get like, like the Giants. I think the Giants can actually draft need because there's a couple positions where whether they're good enough or not, they think they are. Like Daniel Jones, they think they're good enough with Daniel Jones. Um, they've got enough assets at wide receiver that. Maybe you, you select that slide to the second pick, whatever. The Jets, I think the Jets are in a position where you take best available, and it does not matter what position they are, as long as they're either a wide receiver, or interior offensive line, or an edge rusher. Yes. You t- whichever one's there, you have three people at all those of those positions each time. All right. So the first time we go through, fourth, all right, we took uh, um, Thibodeau slid to us. 
or 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 Hutchinson, whoever. Yeah. Boom. Edge rushers off the list. There we go. Especially when you look at what Big Bob Sala, the game Bob Sala's uh, defense have always looked like when he has an, a premier edge rusher. So the next one now it's all right. Is there a great lineman or is there a great wide receiver? Either one, I go with. They're not. Sorry, Jets fan. You're not good enough to go. Oh, I need a wide receiver, please. I'm a, like you're that's not. Yeah, what's up, brother? Um, you're just not good enough. They got to take whoever the best player is. And the Jets, at least how we felt this franchise moving 13 days away from draft day, is working at Robert Sala's strength, working at Joe Douglas's strength. Some Jet fan might think, no, 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 it's got to be about Zach Wilson. How can we make Zach Wilson better? The scary part is that because of injuries, because of COVID, because of changes, like Zach Wilson, at least to us, doesn't feel like the center conversation of this stuff. Yeah, of course you want to protect your franchise quarterback. Of course you want to get better. Let's have fun with this trade, all right? Let me toss a wild trade at you. What if this happened, okay? The Jets drafted, like, Drake London at four, the wide receiver. And all of a sudden they called up the Washington Commanders and said, we're going to give you the 10th pick for Chase Young and Zach Wilson or some crazy pick like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we'll go get a pass rusher. We'll get a wide receiver, but we'll get Chase Young, who's the best one. I don't think that will happen, but it feels like these but How much do you believe in Chase Young right now? I would take Chase Young over Zach Wilson. Like we did like Madden ratings. Chase Young yeah, is better. But that's not saying an awful lot. The undersized quarterback who may or may not be good based on the competition he faced and his mother's a hassle. Like it's not like. Hassle or hot? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, that, right? the, the hot crazy second? scale is definitely like it teeters. It te- like, oh, oh uh, like, um, I don't chase young is, is chase young. Jadavion Clowney. That's the problem. Cause if I, I have to believe that if big game, Bob Sala wanted Jadavion Clowney, he would have been wearing 49er gear a while ago. So like, is he the kind of guy that he would take? Remember, big game Bob Sala is the guy who's like climbing up railings so he can run stairs. If my head coach is working out harder than I am as the premier defensive edge they've got, something's wrong. So I, I don't know if they would do that, but I look at teams like the Saints. I think the Saints are, aren't done moving. They're not done doing stuff. Watch the Jets. Watch watch Douglas go ahead and like package that four or whatever, pick up all their first round and pick up a bunch of stuff and just keep moving. Yeah, I'm glad you're off the Saints because the Saints and the Jets feel like they're two teams who are trying to. You don't have to give away. You can. You're all right. <laughs> Super close to the vest of what they want to do because, look, so many times in the past, let's say like the Bengals, most recently for an example, everyone knew going into the draft, the Bengals were all about offensive linemen. Like, Joe Burrow's our future. Right. We're going to draft offensive linemen. That's how we're going to do this. Andrew Luck, way back for the Colts days. All right, we're drafting tight ends, we're drafting linemen. Like, this is. The Jets are like you just said give us the best players and if wilson's right. no longer our best option we'll figure it out maybe that's the new future of well, the you nfl gotta, you gotta you, wilson gets this year to see if he if he grows yeah and by grows i mean like legitimately like maybe put like paper in his shoes so he looks taller and i'm just not i'm not blown away by him but he he you saw a couple flashes out there this year even like in moments but they were they were few and far between he was as good as trevor lawrence this year how about this statement right like davis mills Wait. was better than trevor lawrence well, Davis Mills kind of put it together as the year went on. It was pretty, it was pretty good. The neck. He had that, yeah, he had that vantage point. He had that right. telescopic vantage point. Who would you rather have strictly based on last year's performance? Zach Wilson or Trevor Lawrence? You saw more of Trevor Lawrence, but Zach Wilson had just as many shiny moments. Trevor Lawrence is still the answer, but it's I, the fact that I had to pause and think about it is 
an indictment of either Trevor Lawrence or Urban Meyer. Lawrence has been given a really, really big pass. Everyone's assuming, oh, it's just Urban Meyer's fault. Yeah, one of the arguably five greatest college football coaches of all time. It's that guy who didn't know anything about football's fault. That's a little harder <laughs> for me to swallow when we present it like that. But I would go Lawrence barely over that. Almost, but it's is it fair to say that you're going Lawrence because his frame lets you believe he could take the beating of being in the NFL more than Zach Wilson's? Yes. If Zach Wilson was the same size as Lawrence, you'd have a hard, way harder time with this. And he was as productive in college. Like, you know, he had, re- or, I mean, Lawrence had a lot of success winning games and big games and all if that. If Wilson stuff. was built like Russell Wilson, if Zach and Russell were built the same, that thick butt, I would, I would probably go Zach. Cause again, he doesn't have that same spotlight on him, even though he was picked, you know, right there. I just, Trevor Lawrence is going to be better this year. I know, but geez. are you surprised that one of these guys is not going to be? Uh, this guy is not going to be quarterback in another team, and that's Derek Carr. How about the extension for your Raiders, huh? Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. Here's here's the here's the beauty of the Derek Carr extension right here. Vag Goss, live from Hooters. It's a really good Friday. Um, there's like beer specials or something, but more importantly, there's beautiful women, great food, and the Albany Empire, and a chance to get free Albany Empire tickets because, well, I'm the president, and I printed them out before I left the office. <laughs> Actually, Matt Woods did the work. I just took them. Um, I hope he's not looking for them. So, by the way, everybody loves to get in there with Gaz, with VP of the Empire. Yeah. He said his phone's been exploding. Really? He actually got asked to go to a Hobart mixer thing in downtown Albany last That's night. That's true. Is that real? That's real. Whoa. Yeah. Where's yeah. my in- Wait a second. We'll get to Derek Carr in a second. Hang on a second. I have been in this market for six years. Six years. You know how many Hobart mixers I've been invited to? None. Do you know how many I walked by at Saratoga thinking maybe I should go to this? A few. But you're telling me Matt Woods gets invited to what? One podcast. And he gets invited to a party? You ever been to a Hobart mixer? Those pinkies Bro, are up, LeVac. They're up there high. I mean, he was asked to speak. To speak? To speak? I'm making a media company here. One well, interview. He is, I mean, he My is, he God. Is, but he is vice president of the empire. <gasps> Where's my commission check, Woods? Huh? Where's that? <laughs> the beauty is, the beauty is, like you would, you would slap your own mother to speak at that thing. He was like, I will do anything possible to not speak at that. I'm half oh. joking, by the way. He has a very good interview, but how could he? No, no, no. I'm happy for him. I am really happy for you. <laughs> I realized Anyways. like halfway through telling the story, it was going to go wrong, and I was like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm in. I'm in too deep. I got to go. Anyways, you and Mr. Lottie Da, Matt Woods over there, <laughs> Mr. High Fluent Hobart Statesman. Matt You're a Woods. Hobart Statesman. I'm a different statesman You're both now. Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans. We used to be. You're both friends H- at one point, I hip, thought. Hip Hobart guys. So, yeah, hanging by the lake in the boathouse. What is I think he? it's I think the difference is that he was recruited by Yale. I think that's the difference. <laughs> I think that's what, what made all the difference. I think it was Yale and Dartmouth. Dartmouth, I, yeah. I got recruited by Cornell, Matt Woods. I swear. I was at that camp five years earlier, but who cares? Anyways, <laughs> we're talking about Derek Carr and me not complaining. But go ahead. See, you give me a compliment about the interview. And what do I do? Make it more about myself. So the podcast hit me the other day. I had to compliment myself there. Yeah, that airs tomorrow. That airs tomorrow, I think, in Canada. Thank By you, the way, McCarthy. We did not. I will say this right now. What is it? No credentials no required? No credentials required. Go listen to it tomorrow, please. There, plug in that. Yes. We, Gaz and I did not plan it, but we both obviously went into it fully 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 
trying to make it as miserable as possible for Ryan McCarthy. <laughs> like, like to the point where I'm usually a dick. Even Gaz is a dick at points, and it's freaking hysterical. It's like a car accident. I can't, like, I can't wait for it to go up. I want to watch it again. That first three minutes, if Ryan leaves it in, should go to the Paul Podcast 2022 right. Hall of Fame. Right, like Ryan goes, just a little behind the scenes. Ryan McCarthy goes, all right, I'm about to hit record. Gaz goes, well, I'm about to fart. And Gaz lets a fart go. That is, and we're all in different locations. That is so loud that like it's picked up by the microphone, and we're all like, "Oh, damn!" And, and I'm like, "Please tell me you got this." Like I didn't hit it yet. I'm like, so now the whole the whole time I'm damn near crapping myself trying to rebuttal. No credentials required for audio audience. Go download it right now. It's up right now. All the time you're listening. Yes. About three minutes in, I'm like, I would prefer to be outside smoking a cigar right now. So I start I like actually unwrap a cigar. <laughs> so good. The ending is 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 great because God decides how it ends. Um, that's a tease for everybody. So, live at Hooters, really good Friday. A little bit of show left. Derek Carr, uh, basically 40, 40 mil a year average, which sounds like a lot of money, but you're a starting quarterback. You're a top ten quarterback in the NFL, and he legitimately said, "I took less because I didn't want to lose my best friend like I didn't want to clear Mac had to go." So, what was on the table? Were they going 46? But you had to know this deal was coming. You don't trade for the guy's college best friend to let Derek Carr walk or play a, like a, out the rest of his contract. You, Sean. Oh, so beautiful. You, Sean Martin, other Raider fans have seen this, like, I don't know if it's just laziness, this hate, this vitriol. There, I use a big Hobart oh, word. Oh, the car there, haters? Right? Yeah. For the car haters. Which, yeah. look, 2017, he almost wins the MVP and gets the richest contract in NFL history at that point. I know. Then it's followed up five years later with another extension with hundreds of millions of dollars. And Raider fans like, I don't know about Carr. Like, he's but, been there. He's been the guy. But, you know, the 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 thing is, and let me say this about car hating Raider fans. Like, there's, there's, there's two Raiders camps right now. There's Raider Nation, and then there's car hating Raider Nation. Like, car hating Raider Nation is stupid not only because they hate car but because they don't understand how nfl contracts work at all like on paper car's contract his last one was the largest in in history but if you looked at it it was like it was legitimately it was like here's all the money unless we don't want to give it to you and then we won't we'll tell you to go away and you can't have anything and then you're just screwed so go after yourself and if uh if your favorite color is chartreuse you can fuck yourself like like they literally like like <laughs> that right yeah, yeah. yeah that contract was it i it it was it was a Lamborghini with no engine. It was so flashy looking, and he, he performed well enough that he got it. He got the money that they could have pulled away from him. Who's better than Carr? Right? Who if you're the if you're the Las Vegas Raiders, Patrick Mahomes not coming down that tunnel. Patrick Mahomes not coming down that tunnel. Just the, these other like Russell Wilson is in Denver. Justin Herbert is in LA. He's with the Chargers. Josh Allen in Buffalo. It's an it's a legitimate arms race in the AFC, and you you got a guy who is really really good. And if you saw the way he played when he had Henry Ruggs the third, he was getting better. He was getting better. Now he's got a legitimate number one receiver. He's got third and Renfro. He's got one of the best pass catching tight ends in the game in Waller. The backfield has improved. The offensive line is getting better. It was a smart contract. Your quarterback is now locked up for at least three. 
And again, I haven't even seen the fine print yet. I'm almost positive they did the same exact thing to him this time they did last time. Yeah, $40 million a year, unless you uh, don't use every crosswalk and if you golf left-handed. And if you, like, like this, it's the, the rate, like Mark Davis looks dumb as hell until you start seeing these contracts that he's having other people put out for him or he's writing or whatever. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, uh, there's an out in this contract. What is it? If you drink more than 18 ounces of water a day, they can like he's it, it's not there. So I love it. I love the Raiders got a little little continuity, a little consistency. I'm fired up, fired up for the nation. Good for Derek Carr. Hopefully, this like puts a stamp on the ending of the hate. If the Raiders get to the playoffs, if the Raiders exceed expectations, I know the last time I checked, they were like a plus 700 to win the division. It's like plus 700, like that's. They can get to the playoffs and win games. That and we talked about this last time you and I were together. Like you switch the conferences on the Raiders, they could be a team that gets all the way to the conference right. finals and um, you know conference championship. I don't weekend, think. I, I, say, yeah. I gotta be honest with you. I think they're the second best team in the AFC West right now, and I'm not positive because I don't know. Like everybody got better. Kansas City stayed the same, which is saying something. Kansas City's freaking phenomenal, but like Justin Herbert, watch if you get near his feet, he starts looking down, and that changes everything. That defense is phenomenal. But Herbert, unless they figure out how to get him to play the way Buffalo got Josh Allen to play, that's going to be an issue. And your coach is crazy. He's going to go for it on, you know, fourth and one inside the, the opposing 10. Like So that, that kind of makes me nervous. I don't know what Josh McDaniel is yet. Denver, defense is good. I don't think Russell Wilson has a lot left in the tank. I don't. And again, everybody got better. Chiefs stayed the same. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. To defend the Chiefs in the Raiders, everybody else draft is still in the way, so we'll probably have a better evaluation in a month. Raiders draft is over. First two rounds are gone. First two rounds <laughs> are right. number seventeen right now in silver and black. I guess history would tell us now, like the last five years, the Raiders might have been worse even after drafting players. How bad some of Mayock's picks ended up being, but whether they're his fault or not is a right. different discussion. But that, that's yeah. an interesting thing too. Is like it kind of makes me like the power structure of the Raiders better. You mean to tell me your first year as GM of the Raiders? And you're and you you don't want to make the splashy picks. You don't want to be the guy who's everybody's talking about for two months going to the draft. You're like, no, nope, I'm good. I need that player. That's the guy. My quarterback has rapport with him, like I have with my head coach. Boom, boom, boom. Here we go. Here we go. And we're gonna pay him through the nose. And we're gonna pay our quarterback through the nose. And we're gonna win multiple Super Bowls. Tom Brady's gonna collapse into dust on the field for revenge. Revenge against both teams, the, the Patriots and the Buccaneers. I think we went too far. We've gone too far. I However, like that's I, in the contract. It's in the contract. Just because of the Brady thing, I saw you shared this on social today. You How love great the, is that? You love the Game of Thrones How stuff great. that's out there. How great. Because, again, it it's the, the, <laughs> the truth is that Belichick is so conniving, so, so next-level evil genius that we can kind of think about it. It's a picture of Belichick on the phone. It's a picture of Brady in a in a Miami Dolphins uniform. And the caption is Belichick catching wind of Brady's plans to go to Miami and then quote accidentally texting Brian Flores blowing up the entire deal is some next level game of thrones shit. <laughs> tell me tell me it's impossible. Tell me it's impossible. It's not. I think it's just as likely he didn't know which Brian was which in his phone as he went this will be great. <laughs> like, I may not get them. I may not get it done, but I'm at least going to cause some problems. Uh, I wish, I hope I get a movie about that's exactly what Belichick thought because 
you know, Darth Vader music would play in the background. The whole Miami Brady thing, I need more. I, I don't know why it's not a bigger story. I don't know if it's just like ESPN or the bigger networks just, missed it. And they're because just not a New England long. old white guy moves down to Miami. That's not news. That's called every freaking day. Maybe as a Buccaneer fan, I just don't want to believe there's even a chance Brady would retire or leave the Bucs, even though he did retire and, and for a few weeks leave left the Bucs. Yeah, I'm trying to wipe that away from my memory. How many more years do you have, Brady? Uh, one. I thought you were done already. Why not six? I mean, yeah, I was gonna say I'm either one or he'll never retire ever. Yeah. He'll just play till he's seventy. He just gets hit and like turns to dust. Like <laughs> the ball get in the end zone though. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what knows. I'm more concerned about. No, I don't I don't think so. Not that time. No, no, no. Uh here tonight at Hooters, by the way, it is a packed Friday. We've got NBA playoff action. Kevin Herter and the Atlanta Hawks take on the Cleveland Cavaliers. New Orleans Pelicans taking on the Los Angeles Clippers. Yes, the Pelicans without Zion, who ESPN is a feature story today on the three-year, 85-game career so far of Zion Williamson. With 85 Pelicans. more games than you played. That's right. So there. I take that. Uh, by the way, the Minnesota Timberwolves won the other day. People are hating on the Timberwolves because they celebrated too much after winning. They're taking on Levesque, the team you picked to get out of the Western Conference, the Memphis Grizzlies. So maybe the celebration uh, ends quickly for that squad. But I had Phoenix-Milwaukee. I believe you had Boston and Memphis. So those are our yeah. picks for the NBA playoffs. And then Bellator. By the way, Bellator is on tonight. I know the UFC is the home right here for Hooters. Bellator is an event on YouTube and then Showtime. So if you're looking for the Bellator fight, that is YouTube Who even Showtime. fights in Bellator? Dude? It's still Bader, right? Yeah. I think Bader's the only one they still I think Bader fights himself. I had that as a tease on our social media promotion. Like, could Bellator ever pass the UFC? I feel like it's exactly what you just said. The focus early on for Bellator was old guys who they thought could get a big payday out of it. And then once that passed, it's like. Uh, well, they never got anybody new after that. Yeah, like, Mighty Mouse went over there and went and, and faded. Like, Mighty Mouse, Mighty Mouse was one of the. I, all right. You interviewed him before for those who 100%. Know, yeah. Demetrius Johnson. He was one of the most exciting fighters, but because of his size, he was never going to be the full-blown main event. They tried to make him a full-blown main event, and he faded into obscurity. Him being a co-main event in the UFC, he would be one of the best fighters we've ever seen. Why Why is Mighty Mouse not the main draw? Is it just because of his size? Like, McGregor's not so. a big guy, but I yeah, just regular guys like somebody at Hooters today could have thought, I could beat Mighty Mouse in a, Mighty Mouse in a fight, and they probably think they're right, even though he's... Smaller, you know the, and they're not trained. And you know Armin, the, right? Yeah. The shirt. Yeah, yeah. Armin gave him a girl's Bud Light shirt. Here, I think it'll fit you. And he wasn't he wasn't even trying to be rude. At least I don't think he was. But it was hysterical because I thought he was going to get popped. I thought he was about to get beaten down by a small little man. And it was going to be bad. And then I thought he was going to dry hump McGregor. He loved, like, he was not, like he's not even a fight sport guy. But he, I was like, listen, you will be after you meet Conor McGregor. No, no, no. By the, like, halfway through, and he's just like... I'm like, dude, put it away. It. Zip yeah. it up. What are you doing? Uh, it might be time for Q&A to end the day. Yeah, let's flew do that. Through the show, by the way, one more time. Jared Lozier over there, Northeastern Insurance. If you're looking to save some money on your home, your small business, more, had a call with Northeastern Insurance this week. All great things for them. Shout out to all the great stuff they do for guys of the media. Northeastern Insurance, his number, 518-956-3753. His email J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. And if you come by Hooters today and find the big bald guy in the green shirt and you grab him and say, you're the insurance guy can save me money. He's we'll give you Empire stuff. tickets. And Empire tickets. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, all right, let's do a Q&A at the end of the day live from Hooters. It's a really good Friday. Can't wait to drink and eat. Uh, all right, we'll start with Tommy Grass, my guy. What do you think of the Derek Carr extension? Do you think he's worth the money? Tommy, you've listened to the show a long time. What's my rule? Guys, what's the rule? What are you worth? 
what anyone's willing to pay you. You're worth whatever anyone's willing to pay you. You are 100%. Yeah, he's 100%. $40 million for a quarterback like that in a contract that is probably team-structured. I haven't even like looked into it because I've just been too busy laughing at the tears of the car haters. It, I'm in. I, it just, you need that continuity. Uh, Corey from Greenwich. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. As always. Uh, I got our guy, Brady Farkas. Thank you, Corey. For Hi, guys. I know you got another comment, Corey, you yeah. had. But uh, Brady Farkas, our pal, wrote in. You and tag uh, my guy, Andrew Williams, your guy as well, over at Sirius. Breaking news, the Syracuse University Carrier Dome is no more. The school has negotiated a settlement with Carrier to terminate the lifetime naming rights. Local tech company, uh, JMA Wireless, who does wireless cell phones, will be the new naming rights partner. Missed the boat. Missed the boat. Presenting sponsor of the Albany Empire Standard would have been better. Would have been better. There you go. Would have been better. Uh, Brooke and Jenner are amazing. We've covered this before involving the Carrier Dome. Basically what happened was 40 years ago, they said you can have the rights forever. And then like 2019, they're like, we're going to stop publicly calling it the Carrier Dome. Right. And uh, and then Syracuse caught on. Well, you know, it's like like being a five-year-old, right? Somebody hands you a $20 bill and you're like, there's no such thing as more money than $20. So Syracuse is like, what was it, like a million bucks, like 20 years? There's a million dollars forever forever no big deal and all of a sudden they're like now here we are 20, like um it's really not a lot for what we gave them anymore like like i got a friend who just built a small shopping plaza for like three million <laughs> like you know i'm just saying sense, yeah. right it's not, it's not a, a good business not, move anymore not not the thing uh jamie our girl jamie uh i missed it what happened uh mason Espinosa left the columbus lions that's that's what happened there you I'll see you tomorrow at uh, lacrosse. James, uh, James on Instagram. I like the Instagram comments when they come in. He wrote, okay, this is just a meme of Jesse the Body Ventura taking an energy drink. I think he did that while we were taking shots during the show. It yeah. was not an energy drink. Well, Thank I, was, you, James, I feel energized. I'm that, though. I feel energized. <laughs> Matt, Bob, you guys know anything about the story that's going on over at UAlbany basketball? Yeah. There you go. That sums it up. I was so bummed about what I thought was going to be that story. I shout out to Liana Bonavita, Liana Bonavita, and like the crew over there. Thirteen had some people that didn't cover it. Uh, shout out to Gardner Royce as well. He's signed off for CBS Six. Great job by Gardner. We loved him at his time in the Capital Region. So because a lot of these places were doing different stuff, Liana and her crew over at ABC had a live feed, and I'm like, all right, let's see what they're gonna do. And then Michael Kelly's over there, Singlays, like the whole local media. Dwayne Killings got up there within like the first five minutes and said, hey, we're not gonna talk about what happened. You can refer to it to the press release that was put out then why are we doing the press conference it would have been like a movie that said hey uh if you're hoping or a concert hey if you're hoping to see the late meatloaf tonight he's not here and then people just walked out that's what i felt like the press probably felt like like no. all right why am i here i'm just gonna leave and nothing came out of the press conference which is the opposite of why you want to have a press conference but it's you know it there's i, I think what you're doing is you're establishing the line like hey However, this is done. It's done, and I can't talk about it. That's what it is. Boom, move on, whatever. I don't know. I, it sucks. I, I've said all along. I think Dwayne Kills is a good dude. I don't know what happened. We'll, we'll maybe one day we'll find out all the way. I do know that he's a good enough dude that people that I know who would know more than they're supposed to won't talk to me about it, and that's saying something. Uh, Q and A in the day live from Hooters. Really good Friday. Really good Friday. Corey from Greenwich is Russell Wilson elite. What makes them elite? A Super Bowl? Well, no. Hello, Christina. Uh, Russell Wilson <laughs> no longer elite. Um, 
being a great quarterback and winning Super Bowls makes you elite. I guess right. What I mean. Yeah, I, you've talked about the hate that could be potentially on the way for Russell Wilson. We'll find out if it's more Pete Carroll, who's almost feels like a coach that doesn't get enough credit, even he's won a Super Bowl and a national championship. In do you want to come? Do you want to talk about? Now, so. Do you want to talk? Do you want in? <laughs> oh, somebody gave Rumplemans to Christina, I think. No, no one gives Rumplemans to her. All right, um, is that it? Are we that's done? That's it. I had Are a few more. That's it. That's all I want to do. That's a perfect way to. That's your it. advice. Don't give Rumplemans to my dance choreographer. That's what I need from you, everyone. Because now we have to call her husband to drive her home. <laughs> that's that's how it goes. Tuesday, you and I back for Techies Tuesday live from MVP Arena, and then Levac. Eight days, the kickoff, the pregame show. <laughs> A special Levac and Gaz, 3.30 to 5. I yeah. say Levac and Gaz, Levac and Gaz, and Gaz and Levac for as long as he can be there, and then other insiders for the Albany Empire season. I want to get, like, one of those full wireless headphones and just kind of walk. No, move that. Yeah, and that's why I think the car contract's good. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, make sure you get over to Hooters. we got some tickets left. We'll be here for a little bit. If you want to win some tickets, it's pretty easy. Come up and say, hey, I'd like tickets to the home opener. We'll take care of you. We'll be at the Firewolves game tomorrow night. You know, please pack the house. Support your empire and your firewalls and uh, yeah. go empire.